You're listening to the Touch Em Up podcast. I'm your host, Double M, and on our first episode, we're going to be just discussing the UFC fight night taking place tomorrow night, May 4th, on ESPN Plus from Ottawa, Canada, featuring a main event bout between top 10 lightweight contenders, Ale Iaquinta and Donald Cowboy Cerrone. So let's get this started and step into the ring. So the first fight we're going to look at, we're not going to do the uh, entire main card. We're going to look at the top three fights on the card. So first, we're going to start out with a featherweight bout between Killer Cub Swanson and Hurricane Shane Burgos. This is a fantastic fight. I mean, you look at both of these guys and Swanson, obviously a veteran of mixed martial arts and a veteran in the UFC, even though he's hit a bit of a rough patch lately. And Hurricane Shane Burgos, a huge prospect in, at 145 pounds. 11-1 um, and one is a pro coming off a loss to Kelvin Cater, which is no is no is nothing to worry about. I mean, Cater's an amazing technical fighter and doesn't really engage in brawls. He just picks you apart, finds his openings, and picks the shots. But Burgos is amazing, amazing on the feet. And looks to get into a flow state. Um, he'll kind of just move around and find your openings and throw combinations. And look, he is a technical striker. Um, I wouldn't say super technical, but technical enough to get the job done. Cub Swanson, if you're a fan of MMA, you know who this man is. A fantastic boxer and an amazing Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist on the ground, even though he has lost by submission in two of his last three losses, but that was to uh, Renato Moicano and Brian T. City Ortega, which are two of, if not the best, submission artists in the featherweight division or in some in all of the UFC. Brian Ortega might be the best submission artist in the entire UFC. But when it comes to how I see this fight playing out, if Burgos wants to win, he's going to have to try to keep... Cub Swanson at a distance and try to pick him apart on the feet with uh, technical shots and try to land a power shot on Swanson and hurt him really bad. With Swanson, I think he's either going to have to try to take him to the ground, use his uh, wrestling and Brazilian jiu-jitsu to hold him in a position, or just make it a brawl, just a dirty fight, get in on him and try to take his head off as clean as you can. Kind of like how he fought uh, Duho Choi. When they were trying to get that prospect to come in and knock knock Swanson off, he came out and just just ate him up. Honestly, just pick, just ran through Duho Choi, even though he did get hurt in that fight, and that was a f- amazing fight. So if I'm gonna pick who's gonna win this, I'm gonna go with Swanson. I think since he's had those three last three losses in a row to uh, Frankie Edgar. Brian T. City Ortega and Anato Moicano. I think he's just going to come out and look for the finish. Go for broke in this fight. I think just make it into a brawl, but try to keep it technical. He does have a great jab. Um, he's by, he's trained with uh, some high-level boxing trainers. Uh, the same guy who coaches Nate Diaz in boxing. Uh, his name escapes me right now, but you know who I'm talking about if you're a fan of MMA. So yeah, I think I think uh, Shane's going to try to keep it technical and flow on the feet and try to pick Swanson apart for 15 minutes. But I think Cub just 
consistently finds openings, gets a few takedowns, and wins a unanimous decision on the judges' scorecards. Next, we're going to move on to the middleweight division with a fight between Derek Brunson and the Spartan Elias Theodoro. Fantastic fight on paper. Should play out exactly like it's listed on paper. Fantastic fight. Tough, tough matchup to call. You got the power and just rugged strength of Derek Brunson against the unorthodox technical striking of Elias Theodoro, even though I wouldn't call it super technical. It's more just unorthodox, like kind of like a Dominic Cruz for the middleweight division, but not on that level of uh, footwork because, you know, Dominic is the master of footwork. So, yeah, I'm going to say Elias gets it done. I think Brunson's going to come out and try to throw some wild punches, catch him in the exchanges and try to take his head off. But I think that's the problem with Brunson. He just comes out and tries to wing these punches and tries to take your head off with every shot he throws and doesn't really think of defense when going for offense. You know, some people say defense is the best offense. Maybe if Brunson just kind of laid back, took a deep breath and kind of let the fight come to him instead of just bum rushing every everybody, he wouldn't um, have as much trouble as he as he does. And, you know, his chin, his suspect, he got he got. Picked apart by Adesanya. And then uh, Whitaker, TKO'd him. He, uh, he's coming off some tough, tough losses lately. But I think, uh, yeah, I think Elias is just going to be able to pick him apart. I think with the, with the wild, brawling style of Brunson, Elias is going to be able to find his openings and keep Brunson at a distance, land the cleaner shots throughout 15 minutes, and get a unanimous decision victory and uh, propel himself up the middleweight rankings. I can see Brunson easily landing on Elias and hurting him super bad. I don't think he gets knocked out, though, because look at what Tiago Santos. He took insane amounts of damage from Tiago Santos in their fight, and I don't believe he got TKO'd. I could be wrong, but if he can take punches from Santos, I think Brunson uh, can hurt him. And maybe he hurts him enough and gets enough damage to get a decision, but I don't see it. I think Elias finds the openings, picks him apart on the feet for 15 minutes, and gets the unanimous decision victory. Now we move on to the main event of the evening and the feature bout on the card. Um, Raging Ali Quinta versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Fantastic fight. Such a such a close matchup to call. I mean, you look at Iaquinta's last two fights in you know, he came in, nobody really talked about Iaquinta for a while. And when he got the fight against uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, everybody was kind of like, really, you're going to give it to Raging Al? But man, did he shut up all the naysayers with a very, very good showing against Khabib or Habib. Um, very, very good showing. Stuffed a lot of his takedowns, did get taken down, but... Habib takes everybody down. Usually if he gets a hold of you, puts you on the ground, that's a wrap. But I Quinta continuously got up and stuffed a lot of his takedowns and, you know, could have won a couple rounds in there for the five-round decision, even though Habib actually surprisingly outstruck him on the feet with his jabs and then tried to use his takedowns, even though it was really hard to get uh, I Quinta to the ground. You look at Donald Cerrone, such a... Such an active fighter, the most active fighter on the UFC roster, I would say. Not so much lately, but man, there was a point where he was fighting like every month, every month and a half. 
So when breaking down this fight, um, the key for Iaquinta is going to be pressure. Pressure fighting. Get Cerrone on the back foot, get in his face, and make him fight. Usually when Cerrone has to fight, um, has to fight and just go for broke, he doesn't have a lot of success. He kind of, I wouldn't say wilts under the pressure, but that's kind of what happens. If you put him on the back foot, he can't really get off his shots or he'll go for uh, takedowns. He did it against Robbie Lawler in their fight uh, at UFC 214, which was an amazing, amazing fight. But Cerrone was able to, you know, kind of stifle that pressure as the fight went on. But I see for Iaquinta, he's going to have to maybe take it slow or just bum rush him in the beginning. Just come out, get in his face, and try to land powerful shots and get Cerrone out of there early. And then maybe taper it down as the fight goes on as you land some damage on Cowboy. Um, for Cerrone, I think the key for him winning this fight is going to be to get it to the ground, which is no easy feat against Ally uh, Quinta, fantastic wrestler. Um, but yeah, for Cerrone to win this fight, I just see him having to get Iaquinta to the ground and maybe in the later rounds and uh, look for a submission, most likely a triangle because, you know, that's uh, that's cowboy submission. I, if he's going to win, I would see him getting either a triangle choke or an arm bar in the third or fourth rounds of this fight. But my money's going to be on Iaquinta, honestly. I think the pressure is going to get to Cerrone. I think he's going to back him up, hurt him, maybe take him down a couple times, but Cerrone's no picnic to hold down on the ground either. And I think Iaquinta would be better suited in picking between striking and uh, ground fighting would be to keep it on the feet and try to land on Cerrone and hurt him badly and take him out that way. But uh, yeah, I think Iaquinta's going to get it done. I... I want to see Cerrone win and get to the get to that top level of the division, but Iaquinta is no easy matchup, and I think he gets it done by a third-round TKO on Donald Cowboy Cerrone. But like I said, it should be an amazing fight. And the winner of this fight could get uh, McGregor in their next fight. I think uh, the plan for a while was to get um, Donald Cerrone versus Conor McGregor for uh, McGregor's big return. It was maybe going to be an international fight week at the UFC 239 card, but that didn't seem to work out. And we don't know where McGregor's going right now, but that's not important. We got to get past this fight, which, as I said, it's going to be an amazing fight. Um, but yeah, I just see Iaquinta being too much for Cerrone and uh, hurting him, hurting him bad and taking him out in the third round by TKO. Or raging Al Iaquinta, and then maybe we get, uh, maybe we finally get Iaquinta versus Khabib in a rematch if Khabib's able to get past Poirier. But man, if you watched Poirier's last fight against Max Holloway, oh my God, amazing performance by him! And it was the power difference, you know, he was able to land on Holloway and hurt him, hurt him worse than anybody ever has. Um, but yeah, as I said earlier, uh, amazing card. Stacked from top to bottom, not with, you know, super big names aside from the top three fights, but uh, super, super tough matchups. And if you're a hardcore fan of mixed martial arts like myself, this is a, it's a fantastic card, especially for ESPN+. Plus. I think this will get them out on the map. I think a lot of people are going to want to see this main event and maybe it'll boost their uh, subscriptions. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the first episode. I know it's short, but uh, 
I've just wanted to get my name out there. So you've been listening to the Touch Em Up podcast. This is Double M, and I'm out. Have a good night, everybody.